Hi everyone, it's festival season, or it should be, and um, I thought I'd cheer you all up by sharing a wonderful favourite festival recipe. Now, if you've been anywhere in London um, in the summer and you've bought street food, you would have probably come across jollof rice and jerk chicken. Now, these two are not necessarily related, but they are almost kissing cousins. And they're kissing cousins because you can't really enjoy one without the other. Well, that's what I think anyway. So jollof rice, where does that come from? Jollof rice is a rice dish that is sauteed with red peppers and tomatoes and onions. And it has its origins in the wonderful African country called Gambia. Some people might say that it was actually Senegal, but let's not go into that. Let's just enjoy the dish. So the Gambians or Senegalese call it Benachin, and um, it has a very rich heritage because all over African countries, they cook it in different ways. So jollof rice is, um, it's a household dish really. And uh, it's, it's important to demystify it, okay? Because a lot of people think it's very complicated. And actually, I think some people make it complicated. But it's one of the easiest recipes to cook ever. What do you need to make a delicious vegan, vegetarian jollof rice? Well, what you need to do is you need to have certain things in your store cupboard and you need to buy some fresh things. So the recipe I'm going to share with you is one that I have tweaked over and over again and it consists of one 200 gram tin of tomatoes so 200 gram is the content so content of chopped tomatoes you can use fresh tomatoes but I prefer to use the um, the tinned tomatoes just because it gives it um, some depth of flavor in my view you can use the fresh, like I said. Um, when I use the fresh, it's always a bit of a hit and miss. Sometimes I use three large to medium fresh plum tomatoes, and sometimes I use four. But you need to use your discretion because it's it, it might affect the consistency of the mix that we're about to to make. So you've got your tin tomatoes, then you're going to need two large red peppers you know the ones that are uh, i think they're called capsicums and um, they sometimes come in yellows and greens and oranges whatever you do don't buy any of those colors it needs to be the rich red capsicum pepper 
so for that I use three or four three or four large ones and then I combine it with the long red pointy peppers now the long red pointy peppers are not they're not these spicy ones they are um, I, I believe they're just called pointed red peppers they have a different shape to the capsicum um, they're about three maybe three inches long something like that and again you're not looking for any other color but just the red okay so let's review that we've got our tin of tomatoes we've got three to four red capsicums and then we've got two perhaps you can go with one but two would make it um and that was my click sign of yes um and then you'll need uh some onions now i only use one onion in mine i use one medium to large onion try to not use the um the non-organic one i try to look for the most flavorsome type of onion for this dish and you'll see why when we talk more about the the next step and then the last thing for your mix will be the scotch bonnet now whatever you do when you pick up a scotch bonnet make sure you wash your hands make sure you do not put your hands on your face or anywhere near your lips okay scotch bonnet is very strong but it is quite important for, for this recipe um, it gives it a very unique flavor which you will absolutely love so we've got our tomatoes we've got three capsicums we've got two large pointed um, red peppers we've got one onion and we've got scotch bonnet now I use one at least you can use two if you use three you're on your own so you've got all your ingredients lined up you just need to add it into a, a blender um, before you do add it I recommend you chop all of those ingredients as tiny as you can um, if you've got a very powerful blender you might not need to chop it so much but if you've got um, a not so powerful blender the smaller you chop it the easier it will be to blend everything together so once you blend everything together you'll have your mixture and this is what you're going to need for the next step and just a little tip for you when I um, blend the tomatoes together I add just a little bit of water because you might need that to get the um, the mixture going otherwise it's just quite dry and if you don't have a powerful mixer it might just damage it so just a little tip for you there so once you've blend your mixture it should be all red all tomatoey every little bit should be chopped in you know it should be very very um very tiny 
Um, and then we're going to move on to the next stage. So for the next stage, there are three other things you're going to need. Um, well, let me break it down. The first thing you'll need is rice. Um, rice is a very important ingredient in jollof rice, as you can imagine. Um, the rice that most people use uh, will make or break the way their jollof rice turns out. So for me, I like to use the Golden Cellar Basmati rice, um, which has a kind of a long grain, but it retains the aromatic flavour and the depths that you would normally find in a basmati rice. It's quite expensive, but I think it's worth the investment. Um, before I discovered the golden cellar basmati rice, I used um, a long grain rice, a long grain basmati, um, or a long grain easy cook rice. Now, the rice, the uh, easy cook rice, has a different kind of texture. You'll find that it's a little bit harder when you use it, um, and it either stays like that or actually just mushes up. And I really don't like mushed up jollof rice. I like to feel the grains between my teeth when I eat my jollof rice. So I I do prefer to to stick with the um, the golden cellar basmati. But whichever one you do discover, make sure that you test and try it before you go and invest in a big bag so that you don't end up wasting lots of money. Um, so we're going to get ourselves all measured up, get our rice all measured up. And what I do is for the amount of mixture that I have, I use about... 500 grams of rice it will feed about six people probably um but there's going to be a little bit of looking and judging when it comes to the amount of rice you use and i will tell you why in a minute um but just get your rice washed and when I say wash, I don't mean with soap. I just mean rinse it with uh, hot water. Um, and it will take away the residue that kind of lingers on in rice, just generally. Um, and it will get it ready to be cooked. The next thing you want to do is uh, measure out some oil. Now, I told you before that... Uh, measuring spoons are important in in a kitchen so if you've got your measuring spoon you can take it out and maybe use um, get two to three tablespoons ready of oil which you're going to use in just a minute um, so you've got your rice you've got your oil and then in terms of the next lot of ingredients these will be spices and um, they will be things that 
are traditionally put in the African-style jollof rice that I am now accustomed to. So you will have um, your thyme, you'll have curry powder, and you will have some sort of seasoning. A lot of people use Maggi seasoning or Noor seasoning, whichever one you use. Um, I would just take it to your taste buds level. Generally speaking, you don't want it overpowering the flavours of your jollof rice. So for the time, I can say that you can use the dried one. It's very useful to have dried thyme in your in your pantry. Um, but if you can get fresh ones, fresh thyme, um, that will be just as good. The fresh one will obviously be stronger, so you don't want too much. I think just about a stem or two will be sufficient. And then for your curry powder, now curry powder, as some of you may know, is a mixture actually of different types of spices. Um, the blend that we use for the jollof rice is typically not the um, Indian blend. It's what I call the African curry spice blend. So brands like Lion, um, they make a very familiar blend of spices that um, work really well with jollof rice. So you, if you can invest in, um, in one of those when you go shopping, that would be great. So you've got the Lion brand of curry powder. You've got either the, the Lion brand of thyme uh, as a spice or you've got the fresh um, thyme. And you just need to now get them ready. Um, and with your already blended um, to pepper and tomato mix, you'll need a large pot with a heavy base. Um, and you just need to keep that base get that base ready, get that pot ready um, and put it on your stove. Once you've added, once your your pot is on your stove, add your oil. Now you need to heat up the oil a little bit because if you don't heat it up, then the your blended mix will not um, cook properly. You can do one of two things. You can have your oil heated up and then add the spice, the, the, the blended uh, pepper and tomato mix. Or you can add the blended pepper and tomato mix at the same time and heat everything up together. I prefer to heat up the oil and then add the, the mix simply because You've got the heat from the oil cooking straight with the with the blend with the blend that you've got the pepper and tomato mix, and it starts to cook immediately. The longer you cook that kind of mix, the more you'll get the sweetness 
um, of the mix. And that sweetness is important um, because it adds to the flavor of the jollof rice. Okay, so um, once your pepper and oil mix is ready, I would say leave it for about five to eight minutes to heat up a lot. You'll see it starts to bubble a bit like uh, hot water bubbling up on in a pan. Be careful, it does splash. So keep um, a pot lid near you or a scatter lid near you. And um, once it's boiled, you then need to add your rice that has been rinsed through. So I said before that you should add, it should be about 500 grams. What you want to be sure of at this stage is that you are not, you don't have way too much um, pepper and tomato mix. Because if you do, your rice will go really, really soggy. What I try to do is have enough of my um, blended mix just to cover the rice and if you feel like there's not enough um, pepper and tomato mix I would rather that you let it cook for a while because ultimately the steam will cook your rice always remember that rice cooks really well with steam so you don't need to have too much water anyway so whilst you have um, added, when you, as soon as you've added your rice, stir everything through with a wooden spoon. Add your spices, um, as I said, the curry powder and the thyme. And then add your seasoning. And all you have to do after that is cover the pan and let the rice cook slowly. And I'm gonna emphasize the word slowly. You should go back every now and then to stir it, simply because you don't want it to burn. It's really a waste of time burning half of your jollof rice. What you should be aware of is that if you keep the the hob um, at a very low, if you keep your, your mixture, Um, cooking at a very low heat, nothing will burn. And I've had to learn that. It's taken me a long time to learn that. So don't be in a hurry. Just cook it slowly. And um, whilst you're cooking, go and sit down. Enjoy the smells that come out from jollof rice. It is an absolutely wonderful and unique smell. It's the kind of smell that people walking down the road, they will get a waft of it and they will just want to follow their nose. So just enjoy that smell and go back and stir. How do you know when it's cooked? Well, you'll know it's cooked when the rice becomes tender and soft and all of the liquid is soaked in. There'll be no liquid left in in your pot all you'll have is a wonderful red looking 
rice that's just amazing. It just tastes amazing. So there you have it, friends. Um, Jollof rice in the very simplest way. So if you do try to make your jollof rice, why not give me a shout and um, let us know how you got on with it. Was it easy? Was it was it uh, a challenge for you? Did you find all the ingredients? And I hope that you, when you do make it, that you enjoy it and it um, brings you back memories of festival days. And I will be looking forward to um, sharing the jerk recipe um, with you in my next episode. But for now, um, I'm going to go away and see if I can cook some more jollof and wish you a very happy afternoon. Whatever you do, enjoy your food, enjoy drooling. Bye for now.